0: All right, you guys, what is up? Welcome back to Dijon tandu I'm Jessica Davis. I think this is episode 10 um, this week. I'm so pumped. It's been only maybe a handful of episodes where I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to freaking talk about this. Like, I'm going to go on there and I'm not even going to do a sheet of notes. I just know exactly what I'm going to say and it's going to be so epic. And this is definitely one of those weeks. I've had such a ridiculously productive week and I know uh, last week the episode didn't come out till Friday, but I was feeling so guilty about that that I just wanted to make sure that I got this one out on Wednesday um, because I put them out every Wednesday. So, like I was saying, this week has been so extremely productive. I have been working a ton and um, I had an amazing weekend and I registered for school. So, I got that going Um, and something that I had been putting off for years... Uh, I've accomplished and I don't want to say that this was like a weight on my shoulders or something that had been like, you know, in the forefront of my mind. It it wasn't really, but it's definitely been a long time coming and a long time is in like four years, <laughs> four years, a long time coming. Um, so yeah, so this episode is titled Giving Thanks Where It's Truly Due um, because I'm huge on making amends and, you know, giving credit where due and taking accountability and things like that. So for the longest time, one of my biggest inspirations behind getting sober was someone that I'd followed on Instagram um, we were not really friends. We didn't even really hang out that much at all in real life. She was from, you know, my hometown. Well, I put in quotes hometown. She's from Bend. And um she didn't know, I think, really that I existed, probably, until one time we were at a house party together and we met. And I had been following her throughout the years, not not creepily or anything like that, but you know, like throughout the years I was doing my life, she was doing her life and we were kind of just doing our own things, going our own ways. And I remember she um, got sober back when I was still drinking a ton And I remember that I would look at her Instagram and be like, damn, she's a year sober. She's two years sober. She's three years sober. And now I think she's like, I don't know, probably five or six. Um, And it's just so intense to like see that. And keep in mind, this girl and I have probably only had like a handful of conversations in our entire life. But at this house party, we like, used together, and then my life started going really, really, really downhill after that. I was just making really terrible decisions, hanging around, you know, the wrong people, hanging around people that didn't really care about me at all. (laughs) I didn't care about myself at all, so, like, you know, what can I really say about that, but I don't know what it was that was her inspiration to get sober, but... Or, or her, you know, bottom, her rock bottom. I know that mine, I'm pretty sure you guys know by now that I was in a car accident. That was pretty bad in 2015. And that was the catalyst for me getting sober, you know, and then I was following her and I was like, I wonder where she's at now. And throughout the years, I would like look at where she would go for her you know, sobriety anniversaries and stuff like that. And she was in like Mexico and she was in, you know, Southern California and just like traveling and doing all these amazing things. And I was like, fuck, I want that. You know what I mean? Like I want the clarity and I want the chips and I want the pride, you know, and I want, I want the time. I want the time clean. And I had never said anything to her about being, you know, a true inspiration to me. And I don't know what it was like this week specifically, but I somehow worked up the nerve (laughs) to write the letter that I had been putting off for so many years. And, um, and I sent it to her. And I told her how she was a huge inspiration to me and how she gave me hope. And, you know, even at a time where I felt like I was nothing and I couldn't be anything and I couldn't get out of this, you know, hole that I was in, she made me feel like it was possible, like if she could do it, I could do it. And I just wanted to like prove to myself that I could do it, not to anyone else, because when you get sober for anyone else, it's never going to last, you know, because people leave people, you know, people's interests change and we can't count on people to be there all the time for us. So she was kind of just this person like on the back burner who, you know, just really, felt like it was possible. And so I wrote her this letter and I'll see if I can pull it up real quick. Hold on. Oh yeah. It started out with me, like the relationship in real life started out with me envying her because I had known her through like a friend of a friend. And I was like, you know, she's so talented and she's got all this going for her. And I was like, God, like I never wanted to be her. It wasn't like that. But I was like, she's got so much going for her. And I wish that I had so much going for me. It was that kind of envy. And it slowly turned from envy to admiration over the years. And I think that that is a combination of not only her growth, but my growth as well. You know, seeing her grow into this like amazing human and, you know, create this life for herself that would have never really been possible if she were, you know, doing the same things that she was doing. I now can say that I've done the same thing. You know, I would never be able to be where I am right now if I was still drinking or, you know, up to my terrible ways that I was, I'd, uh, you know, and honestly, I would probably be dead in a ditch somewhere <laughs> uh, if, if as sad as that is. It's fucking true, you know, um, and just thinking about all of the opportunities that I wouldn't be able to have if I had never lasted this long. It's like really so depressing. I was on Instagram yesterday and there was this post by one of the people that I follow. Uh, I think they're called the good quote or something like that. And it said, oh gosh. It said, You must want to spend the rest of your life with yourself first. And I had posted some, I had like um, put it in my stories and I was, I wrote a little, you know, caption at the bottom and I was like, This hits so hard. You guys, it hits so, hit so hard. I don't know. You know, I've heard the cliche something like, You have to love yourself first. But like, At a more fundamental, like, basic level, you have to live with yourself first. You don't have to love yourself. Like, that comes later when you've developed these, like, really intricate emotions, right? And some kind of, like, emotional intelligence. But you have to be able to live with yourself first. And you can't make amends and you can't be a better person if you're not alive first and that sounds of course probably so stupid but it's fucking true like you have to have the opportunities to create this new person to create you know all the things that you've always wanted to be and you can't do that if you're fucking dead so I just put you know in that caption I was like um to anyone who has struggled with suicidal thoughts and their addictions like I'm glad that You're here. I'm glad that you're alive. Anyone who is sober now who has struggled with that and has a clear head, like, I'm grateful for you. And I think that that's really what I wanted this episode to come down to was you can say that you're grateful for things all day long and you can use your words and, you know, talk this big act and you can say that you have, you know the intention of doing all of these things like I had the intention of you know telling this person and writing this person and letting her know that she was such an inspiration to me but I when it came down to it I never did it you know I never had the guts I never I was afraid of like being rejected right because that's really like what we're all afraid of is rejection And especially because I didn't know this person, you know, very well, I didn't want it to come off as like creepy or stalkerish, but she received the letter and something even better than that. She wrote me back and basically said, you know, uh, I really appreciate the letter. I've been having a rough patch with my sobriety and the timing couldn't have been better you know, I've always envied you. And I remember the first night that we met and also not in a creepy way, I promise, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to read all of it because it's a very intimate thing, you know, that we share between us. It's kind of like an unspoken bond of this, like, of this admiration. But it was so amazing to like, have that be so so vulnerable, you know, and like go out and have it, well received and haven't returned at the same time it's just so fucking humbling you know to like say you're gonna do something and follow through and now now i can like let it go you know so for anyone who is struggling in their addictions or you know, can't figure out what to do if you're trapped in this hole that we sometimes find ourselves in, reach out to someone, you know? it's uh, it's, And I know that's like one of the biggest things that I struggled with when I was getting clean was like asking for help. I looked at it like a weakness and I know a lot of addicts do. But really all you have to do is ask for help one time And someone will hear you. Someone will receive that. And, you know, hopefully they'll do what they can or they'll let someone else know, you know, that you're in need of help. And the people who have inspired you, the people who have motivated you, like, let them know. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with them. Be vulnerable. It's a really, really scary thing to be vulnerable with someone, especially if they're a stranger. But the outcome can sometimes be so outrageously amazing that you didn't even know you could, you know, feel like feel like how I feel right now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm feeling like that was the main message I wanted to send to anyone who is listening. Um, thank you guys for your continued support in listening to this. Uh, with school starting next month or what month are we in we're in July yeah school starts next month so with that happening I'm not sure that I'm gonna have the time to be able to continue with this podcast but because um, like I I'm sure I've said before I still am working two jobs and now I'll be going to school also um so I don't know how long I'll be able to keep the podcast going, but maybe just more, a little more sporadic, but definitely not every week. But thank you guys for listening. Anyway, Um, stay humble, stay motivated. Shouts out to anyone who is feeling grateful today. For whatever reason you're feeling grateful, let it be known. Go tell someone. Go tell, you know, your... Your motivating factor. Cool. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Dejan Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, all of those wonderful things. And of course, I will see you guys next week. Bye.